everyone, welcome to At This Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Lynn. Join me for conversations with people in the theater world. You never know who's going to show up or what we'll talk about. So silence your cell phones. The show is about to begin. The Way It Is Now, a jukebox musical co-produced and starring film, television, and theater actress Dion Lee and her husband, a Tony-nominated and Emmy-winning actor known for his deep voice and over 300 roles across film, stage, and television, Keith David. I'm so excited to learn more about them. Please welcome Dion Lee and Keith David. Hi, guys. How are we doing? Okay. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm so excited for you to be on. Indeed. We're excited to be here. Yeah. So before we get into talking about the show, how did you two meet? Wow. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was, um, it was about, it was over 30 years ago in Indiana, a place called New Harmony, Indiana. And I was doing a we were, playwrights we were, workshop. We were both doing yeah. a, 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 actually a writer's workshop. A writer's workshop. Yeah. A writer's workshop. Um, and they were developing new, um, Plays, new screenplays, musicals. So we were working on the musical, and I was playing his wife. (laughs) Yeah, life imitating fiction. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so great. I love, I love when people meet doing theater. (laughs) It's always like, uh, yeah, that's cool that you have had had that in common, and you built from that, and now the both of you are continuing that. So that's great that you both found somebody that loves to do what you love to do. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's been the success of our marriage. Lots of things in common. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about the show, the way it is now. What is it about? (laughs) I laugh because it changes. Hence the title, the way it is now. I guess the quick answer is it's a journey through my life beginning in 2019 through the pandemic, all of the ups and downs, the ins and outs, the challenges and the joys of it all. I tell very intimate stories of my life, but also I connect them all to what is actually happening currently in the world. I also encourage the audience to look at things positively. How do you make all of these life challenges personally and the conflicts of the world? And how do you flip it to find the positive lessons in them? And this is a totally a upbeat, up-tempo, dancing, singing show. So it's no, there is no woe is me. You know, there are a couple of ballads, but they're not like, woe is me. These terrible things have happened. Oh, this world is awful. Um, That's not the goal. The goal is all of these terrible things will happen in your life and they will continue to happen as you get older, as the world changes, as we in, we're in war, you know, there's a lot going on in our country and the world all the time. So how do we process it? How do we process it without just staying in our rooms, crawling under our bed and being sad on a day-to-day, day-to-day basis? And that's what this show is about. Yeah, I think that's a, a struggle for most people, especially coming out of a pandemic. I mean, we're, we're you know, a couple of years out of the pandemic now, but, 
you know, there are still things that are looming for a lot of people. And, you know, uh, I always said theater is definitely an escape. It's always nice, especially if you see a show that you can um, see and, you know, kind of like from the person's perspective, but also it's kind of your perspective, like, oh, wow, I'm not the only one that feels this way. That's what I love. You'll definitely get that out of this show. I mean, you know, you'll have that point of identification where, wow, you know, that's me. Yeah. And there are also, uh, it's a jukebox musical. So what songs are actually in the show? Yeah. And I use jukebox loosely. And I say that because when I try to explain, because I say I'm a storyteller and a singer. And when I try to explain to people the concept, because I, I I really love cabaret, but I believe that this kind of crosses into more jukebox cabaret because of the lack of Broadway music. So I have some songs from, you know, independent artists like The Suffers from Houston. And then I have some Tina Turner. I have some Eric Clapton. I have some Whitney Houston. So there is a variety of styles, of um, tributes to uh, different musicians. I have a Queen medley, which is one of my favorites. And um, you have it's- a Broadway moment. Oh, I do have a Broadway moment. There's, right, a, Broadway, right. there's a Broadway moment, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, and I love it. I think you would love it, too. Um, so, yeah, the Broadway moment is, I think, really fun because I get to dive into some of the things I love about Broadway. Like, yeah. And my favorite musicals, like um, Les Mis <laughs> and Dream Girls. But, yeah, you know, but again, like the tributes to all of these these queens of the world American queens who contribute to us in our society and to pop culture, but also show Black women specifically uh, in a positive light, in a beautiful light, telling stories and empowering our people, which is another really big aspect of this show. Yeah. Had the pandemic not happened, do you think that you would have created the show or maybe further down the line before, like, do you think that the pandemic had a big impact with creating the show? Yes and no. It would have gone on. If she would have done another, she would have done a show. It would have just been very different. Mm-hmm. You know, the pandemic, you know, um, has influenced all of us. That's one of the, you know, one of the reasons when she talks about it, um, it's so inclusive and you, you know, there's so many points of identification. So everybody will get something out of it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, that's the kind of a nice thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's directed to humanity. Yeah. Yeah. It's relatable. It feels so good. The audience leaves feeling good. And I say, I mean, he's right. It would have been a very different show because I do like to pull on the heartstrings and that's prior. Those are the shows I did prior to this realizing that everybody's heart has been so they've been so vulnerable and it's been so open and it's been such a scary time that because of the pandemic I needed something different and my audiences needed something different and that's what the pandemic taught me what is I guess currently your favorite moment in the show what's your favorite moment well I've got a couple I I love the queen moment 
I love the uh, there's a, there's a couple of rap moments that I really <laughs> they're really great. I mean, those are the two moments that stand out to me the most. Um, you know, uh, there's there's another moment. You know, there's another moment when either you know when I have sat in with her, which I love that moment, but also my daughters have sat in with her, and those are priceless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They feel good. Those feel good. I I do enjoy um, being on stage with my family. It's a, there's an ease there, and a and a you know I'm a I'm pretty confident in this show. You know, it's a very confident, full show. But I feel like unstoppable when he's on stage with me or with one of my my kids on stage. But I think one of my favorite moments um, is I talk about cancel culture. And um, so this is a uh, spoiler. I sing Janelle Monae's Tightrope. And that's what I love to do the most. <laughs> these songs that people are not thinking like, oh, that's what that means, you know, to relate back to cancel culture because that's what we're all doing all the time because, you know, we don't want to offend anybody, but we are still learning. And like, we don't always know that we have missed the the name the new title of what we're supposed to be saying or calling something or and so we're we're living a very careful life you know and it can be really challenging a lot of people love that that song as well i i love it a lot i love it a lot and uh so dion you're you also have a podcast so tell me about your podcast what is it about so this is the podcast you would love. It is um, life lessons based on um, music. So you talk about the life lesson, you know, what you learned, um, what you talk about a challenge and then what you learn from it. And then you tell to tell me what song um, is the song that got you through those moments. And then I sing a little bit of that song. Yeah, it's well, it's fantastic. It's it's another feel good. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So what was the name of it and where can people find it? It's called The Way I Am Now. And that was prior to the pandemic. And they can find it on all the streaming. Um, Apple, Spotify, you know, they're on it's on all the streaming platforms, so you can find it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely check that out. Okay. So Keith, you have done over three hundred roles. I mean, we can be here all day, but I'm I'm not gonna do that all day. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, what has what has been the one that sticks out in your mind? Maybe like a favorite. I know it's probably hard to choose a favorite, but one that really like was maybe the most important to you. Maybe I've had a lot of uh, um, Jelly's Last Jam is the first thing that comes to my mind. It was uh, life altering for me because it, it just. Just because I, I just had, I've never had more fun in my life. We worked on it for like three years before it came to Broadway. And uh, the whole time that I was with it on Broadway, it was just great, great fun. I mean, every night uh, I would stand backstage and go, I can't believe I'm getting paid to do this. Got to work with, you know, uh, Ruben Santiago was one of my best friends in the world and got to do that with him. Uh, and I, and then I got to do seven guitars with him playing my best friend. So it was like, I mean, that was, uh, I'm living my dream. It's just you guys hanging so, out with the script though. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which we would do, which we might do anyway, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. So I have two. I have two silly questions. One, one for one for each of you. So let's get a, a little bit silly because I like to be silly. So, Dion, I see that your favorite Disney character is Goofy. What is it about Goofy that makes him your favorite? Because he's my favorite too. He's my favorite oh, okay. out of the Fab Five. Well, because I'm pretty silly. I'm a pretty silly gal. He's Goofy. <laughs> he's confident in his goof. He's not trying to be anything but Goofy, and that <laughs> is what I really like about him. Yeah, just. Yeah, people you have are. to be more goofy, right? People have to be more goofy, right? And uh, not take everything so seriously. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Keith, you are a fellow June Gemini. Yeah. Oh, I'm June twentieth. All right. Okay. So, for those unfamiliar with June Gemini's, we talk a lot, like which is why I have a podcast. But so, what is a topic that you can talk about for hours? Oh my god. All of them. <laughs> um, my love of the theater. Same. Yeah, you know, play. That's cool. Actor, actors, and you know, movies. Yeah. Right. So we'll we'll Mom. get together weekly and talk about theater then. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so besides the show, are there any other upcoming projects for either of you that you want to share about, or that you can share about? Well, not really that we can share about, but we have been doing voiceover work. Yeah. Keep your ears and eyes open. Keep your ears and eyes open. And I, you know, I'm taking a break from this, but I go back on the road in the new year. I'm going to be at Joe's Pub. I would love for you to come. Oh my gosh, I would love to. Yeah, April 25th. So we'll we'll make we'll make sure that happens. And back to Chicago and a few other cities in between, along with, you know jobs that really pay the bills <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah great yeah i love joe's pub it's it's such a it's such a cool venue i've seen like a bunch of shows there so yeah, yeah. it's fantastic that's gonna be awesome nice nice and a nice setting for for what i imagine the show is because you know because i haven't seen it so i can only imagine what the show is <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a great night i'm Perfect so set. excited so excited awesome. yeah awesome and before we get to our last question, I just want to remind everyone they can go to atthisperformancepodcast.com to listen to past episodes. And if you like what you hear, you can support this podcast by going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash at this podcast. And where can people go to find out more about the show and about the both of you? You can go to dionlee.com to my website, d-i-o-n-n-e-l-e-a.com. That's my website. You can also go to my Instagram, which is also Dion Lee, L-E-A. And uh, it's it's updated. I have a link tree with everything I'm doing on it. Always updated all the time. And this guy, go ahead. Mostly at uh, <laughs> on IG at uh, Silverthrow. I imagine that I've probably seen Keith in a lot of things and I just didn't know or I've heard you in a lot of things and I just didn't know about it. So now I'm going to go through your entire resume. And like, be like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be exciting. You'll be there all day. You should, you know. <laughs> I'm going to do that on my day off. Yes, do it on your day off, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you both so much for coming on. It was so great chatting with you. Have a lot of fun. And I'm going to, looking forward to, to the show. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for having us. All thank right. you. Thanks, Jennifer.